More than 30 years ago in Hawaii, at the Hawaii State Hospital, there was a special ward, a clinic, for the mentally ill criminals. People who'd committed extremely serious crimes were assigned there either because they had very deep mental disorders or because they needed to be checked to see if they were sane enough to stand trial. They had committed offences such as murder, rape, kidnapping and other such horrendous crimes. According to a nurse that worked there in those years, the place was so bleak, so desperate, that not even the paint would stick to the walls. Everything was decaying, terrifying and repulsive. No day would pass without a patient inmate attacking another inmate or a member of the staff. The people working there were so frightened that they would walk close to the walls if they saw an inmate coming their way in a corridor, even though they were all shackled all of the time. The inmates would never be brought outside to get fresh air because of their relentlessly threatening attitude. The scarcity of staff was a chronic occurrence. Nurses, wardens, employees would all prefer to be on sick leave most of the time in order not to confront such a depressive and dangerous environment. One day, a newly appointed clinical psychologist called Dr. Stanley Hugh Lynn arrived on the ward. The nurses rolled their eyes, bracing themselves for one more guy that was going to bug them with a new theory and proposal to fix the horrid situation, who would probably end up walking away as soon as things became unpleasant, normally around a month later. Unusually, however, this new doctor wouldn't do anything like that. Actually, he didn't seem to be doing anything, really, in particular, except just coming in and always being cheerful and smiling, in a very natural, relaxed way. He wasn't even particularly early in arriving every morning. From time to time, he would simply ask for the files of the inmates. He never tried to see them personally, and they never had one-to-one -one time with this psychologist. Apparently, he just sat in his office, looking at their files. And to members of staff who showed an interest, he would tell them about a weird thing called Ho Opono Pono. Little by little, things started to change at the hospital. One day, somebody would try again to paint those walls, and actually, they stayed painted, making the environment more palatable. The garden started to be taken care of. Some tennis courts were repaired, and some prisoners that up until this point would never have been allowed to go outside started playing tennis with the staff. Other prisoners would not be shackled anymore. Some would receive less heavy pharmaceutical drugs. More and more obtained permission to go outside unshackled, without causing trouble to the hospital's employees. In the end, the atmosphere changed so much that the staff weren't on sick leave anymore. Actually, there were more people working there than there were needed to. Prisoners started gradually to be released. Dr. Hugh Lynn worked there close to four years, and in the end there remained only a couple of inmates that were relocated somewhere else, and the clinic for mentally insane criminals was closed. Simply put, Ho'oponopono is based on the knowledge that everything that happens to you, or that you perceive, the entire world in which you live, is your creation, and thus is entirely your responsibility. Your boss is a tyrant. It's your responsibility. Your children are not good students. It's your responsibility. There are wars and you feel bad because you're a good person or a pacifist. The war is your responsibility. You see that children around the world are hungry and malnourished, if not starving. Their want is your responsibility. No exceptions. Literally, the world is your world. It is your creation. As Dr. Hugh Len points out, didn't you notice that whenever you experience a problem... Whenever you hear of a problem, whenever you see a problem, you're always there.
You are the common denominator. It's your responsibility. It doesn't mean it's your fault, but it does mean it's your responsibility. And you're responsible for healing yourself in order to heal whatever or whoever it appears to you as the problem. It might sound crazy, or just plain metaphorical, that the world is your creation. But if you look carefully, you will realize that whatever you call the world and perceive as the world is your world. It's your perception of the world. It's your projection of your own mind. If you go to a party, you can see how the same place with the same lights, the same people, same food, drink, music, atmosphere, some people will enjoy themselves, while other people will say it was a boring party. Some will be over-enthusiastic, and some people will be depressed. Some will be talkative, and others will be silent. The same party...